0: 10-minute Tuesday time. What game are you playing? Uh, now, you might not think you're playing any games. You might think that playing games are bad. You might pride yourself on not being a game player. Uh, but this podcast will, re- will reveal that none of that's true. And if I've done my job properly here, it um, might be a really beautiful reframe about the nature of games and the desire to play games better than you currently are with more intention and more adult skills. Because I promise you, uh, game game playing is a central feature of being a human being, and obviously it's a metaphor. But metaphors connect what we know with what we don't know. So metaphor is the language of the unconscious. So um, they're so useful in in making what's uh, difficult to grasp uh, practical, uh, observable, and and therefore changeable. So I, I love this metaphor. I love gamification in general, but I love thinking about games and. Because games, we know, like when when we watch sport, sport is such a big part of our society. If you don't love it personally, I'm sure you love people who do love sport. So, um, you know, invariably, sport will be a part of your world some way, shape or form. You watch games in politics. uh, You watch games in education. You you watch games uh, happen around you. you. You play family board games. You might like chess, Monopoly, Scrabble. You play games on your phone, Candy Crush, Wordle. I'm sure games are part of your life, and so you are aware of what a game does, how a game works, you understand the concept of winning and losing in games, and so if you say that life is a game, and there are games within games within games, and then I ask you the question, what games are you playing, and cause you to think about those games, well, you've got to weigh into a bunch of unconscious programming and patterning that may be dysfunctional and may be robbing you of a more fulfilling and successful experience of life. So my intention is to help you get access to that, and if you can see it, you can change it. So... What game are you playing? Uh, my encouragement is to be as precise as possible about the games that you are currently playing. And and look, they might not be the games, when, when you see the games you're playing, they might not be the games you want to continue playing because you might have been invited into a game. You, you might have just been forced to play a game. You might have just naturally assumed a seat at a table of a game that was already happening and you didn't even know the game was taking place and you didn't even know you had accepted an, an invitation. But here you are. 20, 30, 40 years later, still playing a game and you're wondering why you do the things that you do and why your life works out a certain way. But if you took a step back, all you're experiencing is just the nature of a specific game with the specific rules and specific way of winning and losing. So to get clear about the games you are playing gives you an opportunity to um, adjust them. Now, this is a subject I talk about all the time with my coaching clients and I got a bit ahead of myself last week because I told two clients that I would send them uh, some written frameworks around game playing and that would help them get better about their own games. What I underestimated was how difficult it is for me to take the thoughts that I speak about and turn them into written form. And I'm, I'm constantly surprised about how hard that is seeing that I've done a fair bit of writing over my life so you'd assume i would work out how to do that a bit better but turns out still very very hard and it's still it's a foreign language and so i apologize to those clients um but my my best effort of getting it in their hands and your hands also you you benefit from this is by speaking it because i think I could speak it clearly in 10, 15, it might even end up being 18 minutes, but look, we'll see. If you can bear with me that long, I'm sure it'll be worth your while. So here is my best thinking around uh, the gamification of your life. So if you were to think about every area of your life and then um, name the game that you're playing in that area. So you're not just married, you're not just a parent, you're not just working, you're not just um, exercising, you're not just spending money, you're all playing a game within that so it, it's a kind of game around marriage so perhaps your your game is to not end up divorced perhaps that's the game you are play um, perhaps you're playing a different game perhaps you're trying to stay in love perhaps you know maybe you've read the leverage book and now you're trying to play the game of keeping a space keeping a clean space between you but you're not just married you're not just being married there's a game within marriage you're not just running a business. You're not just earning money. You're not just going to work. There's a game around that. Maybe the game is how do I not lose my job? How do I give myself financial security? How do I do well at something? Uh, Maybe you're playing a different game. Maybe it's how do I earn as much money as possible? Maybe it's how do I build an empire? How do I leave a legacy? How do I build status? How do I get influence? How do I enjoy what I do? How do I uh, build work around my passions there's a whole bunch of variations on the game and the point is to get eyes on that so that you can see it if it's the one you want to be playing don't change it but if it's um, not the one you want to be playing cool well then you can change it so when you get clear about the exact game that you're playing and look i think it's useful to consider that there are games within games within games so you know i'm a big fan of nba basketball so here's an example of that so um you know, Not only are these elite players playing basketball, that's the general game they're playing, um, but they're playing NBA basketball, so that's a different game. There are slight variations on that game than any other form of basketball in the world. Um, but then if you think about a specific team within that, they're playing different games. So some teams are playing the make it to the playoffs for the first time game. Some are playing, let's just blood a whole bunch of new players uh, this year. Some teams, though, are playing the championship winning game. That's their sole focus. Now the game within the game within the game is that they're tight. They're deciding what kind of championship-winning team they're going to be. So some are going, you know, a championship team is better than a team of champions. So we're going to be the the team. Others are going. They're going. We're playing the defense game. We're going to win a championship based on our defense. Others are going. We're going to play a showtime brand. So the nineteen eighties Lakers with with Magic Johnson heading that. Um, they were called the Showtime Lakers because the game within the game within the game they were playing is they wanted to be entertaining they wanted to be fun they wanted to bring crowds back they wanted to build a brand that people love to be associated with um, LeBron James. There are different times he's played a game within a game within a game, depending on the team he's been on. Uh, is he the is he is he the assist leader? Is he feeding Dwayne Wade, and Dwayne's the number one, or is he the guy with the ball uh, when the game's on the line? What game are they playing? Um, so, when you get clear about the game that you're playing, then you can get clear about the rules. When you get clear about the rules, then you can get clear about how to win. And when you get clear about how to win, well, then you can be clear about who you need to be. So an example of this with LeBron is when he went to Miami chasing a championship. Dwayne was already the number one player there. And when they when he showed up there the first year with Chris Bosh, so, so there were a big three, the game within the game within the game was, well, let's feed Dwayne. This is Dwayne's team. He's the number one. We'll be, we'll be support. We'll play support. We'll feed him. And so they played that game for a season and it didn't work very well. They were confused because LeBron kind of got lost in that. He didn't really know how to be that guy, uh, even though he thought he should be that guy. And so they went back to the drawing board. Dwayne said very clearly, LeBron, this, is, has, this has to be your team. I'm gonna, we're going to swap this around. I'm going to be number two. I'm going to feed you. You're the guy with the ball, under pressure. You shoot it. Don't pass it. So LeBron goes, oh, I, I know how to be that guy. And and so the moment he was clear about the game, the rules, what was winning, then who I needed to be, well, it turns out he knew how to be that guy very well and was that guy, showed up like that guy, and they won the championship. So this idea of being clear about who you need to be, it's a theme you've heard me talk about repeatedly, no doubt. The tendency is to jump towards strategy and doing. That's always the trap. That's not how you win games. It's not what you need to do. It's who you need to be. I'll talk more about that as we wrap up this podcast. But for now, just to raise another important idea, um, winning is objectively better than losing. And if you if you think you disagree with that, well, you are deceived. That's not it's not actually possible to to disagree with that statement. Um, so let's explore that a little more deeply because sometimes, like I've spoken to people around this gamification idea, and I've had people tell me, "Oh, Jamin." You know, that, I get that, but that's for competitive people. I'm, I'm the least competitive person that I know. I don't have a, uh, you know, an ambitious bone in my body. Like, oh, cool, so what you just described to me is the game that you're playing is the go-last game, is the I'll-always-lose game. I'll defer all my affection and attention and energy towards others to serve them to win their games. That's how I'll still win. Because whether you are aware of it or not, You are playing games. You are playing the I need to feel like a good person game. I promise you. You can't survive without feeling like a good person. You can't sleep without feeling like a good person. I promise you, you are playing the how do I meet my six core needs game, whether you are aware of it or not. You cannot survive without certainty and variety and significance and love and contribution and growth. And if you don't know you're playing that game, well, I guarantee you're playing that game poorly. You're playing that game like a child would play it, which is to look outside yourself for all the ways to play that. And it's to play that with no conscious awareness. So you're very vulnerable to lose that game. Um, some some are still playing the how do I end up in heaven and not go to hell game. Uh, some are playing the how do I gain my parents' approval game. Um, how do I be seen of as an important person game. I promise you, you are already playing and the fact that you've got no eyes on it means that it's unlikely to be a game that you really would want to be playing if if you had a choice, which obviously you do. So winning is better than losing. It speaks to our nature around every cell in our body is hardwired to pursue pleasure and avoid pain. Winning feels better than losing. It, it is objectively true. So Again, come to terms with the fact that you're already playing games, and you actually love winning games. So that being true, it makes sense to be clearer about the kind of game you are currently playing, the game you want to be playing, the rules of that game, the game within the game within the game, and the the time frame. You know, if you think about sports, no game is played in in for an eternity. There's always a shot clock, there's always a game clock, there's always a season. So to be clear about. Uh, how long this game you're playing goes for and when does it end and what is the prize and how do you know you've won that prize so uh, to to reiterate here are here are five things to sum up this idea around being clear about the game you're playing number one um, be clear about the game you are already involved in you are involved in games without a shadow of a doubt Um, some you've been invited to, some you've chosen, most of them you will have not been aware of the invitation or the choosing. Nevertheless, you're still deeply embedded in game playing. Number two, accept, come to terms with the fact that winning is a central driver in your life, that you are desperately trying to win every game that you are playing. Um, you, you're not, You're not trying to hurt yourself. You're not trying to hurt others. You are seeking peace and comfort. Therefore, winning feels better than losing. So number 3 <clears throat> you are either motivated to to win the games you you currently find yourself in or you will be motivated to win the games you deliberately choose to play either way you are motivated to win games so number 4 once you're clear about the kind of games and the games within the games within the games that you want to play then you can get clear about the rules for how these games are played and then you can get clear about how to win these games, and specifically who you would need to be, how you need to show up. Um, For instance, so like I'm doing a podcast now, right? So I'm in the podcasting game. There are lots of people playing the podcasting game now, but there are games within games within games because you'll notice that not every week do I publish 10-Minute Tuesday. Because I'm playing the "do not add to the noise" game within the podcasting game. If I was just playing the, you know, get as many podcasts out as possible game, it wouldn't matter if I've got rubbish to say or nothing to say or hot air to say. Or every week, ten times a week, I'd, I'd publish content because the game is the person with the most content wins. I'm not playing playing that game. I promise you. I want to put stuff in your hands that's useful. If I have nothing useful to say, guess what? I'm not saying anything. That's the game I'm playing. So winning in the podcasting game that I'm playing is quality. It's put stuff out there that firstly, I'm living. So it has to be the embodiment of my own experience out of the overflow of my own journey, stuff that I've road tested, stuff that I know that works. If I speak something that I don't know, then I lose the game. Uh, that's that's a foul. <laughs> that's, that's time out. Uh, I can't abide that thats that I break the rules of my own game. And when I think about uh, the the Liebke and Co. opportunity I've just taken as head of equities there. So the reason that I said yes to that after all the negotiations was the game that they are desperate to play is that the most profit to be made is locked inside human dysfunction. So Yes, they're playing the acquisitions game. Yes, they're playing the get rich game. But they're playing the game around doing that by making the world a better place, doing that by dealing with human dysfunction, doing that by treating people as though they have a heart and by showing up with heart themselves. And so when I think about that game, that's a game that I want to play. And I want to get really, really good at playing that game. I want to win that game. When I think about that game, (coughs) excuse me, It helps me know who I need to be when I get in the car and go to Maruya each week. If it wasn't clear about the game, then how do I know who I'm supposed to be? I walk into an office with a bunch of people doing a whole bunch of work that I don't really understand. I could get confused about who I need to be. I could get confused about how hard I need to work or what gets my attention. But because I know the game we're playing and the rules of that game and what winning that game is, I get exactly who I need to be, and I know how to be that guy. I promise you, that's the guy I prepared my whole life to be—the guy who knows how to deal with human dysfunction, who who knows how to think about it cleanly, and and show up as, with with magic in my heart, and certainty in my voice to unlock that in people. So it's a game that's get—we're going to win. We're going to win that together. Uh, so yes, yeah, so once you're clear about the the game you're playing then it's all about getting really clear about who you need to be to win that game and then being that being that guy or girl which leads to point number 5 and I'm almost done here you've done very well to be extra patient i hope you're enjoying this number 5 um so being when you get clear about who you need to be this will always rub up against your insecurity you've been waiting for that word the whole podcast you thought perhaps i was going to get to the whole a whole podcast without even mentioning insecurity. No, I didn't. Because here it is. This is where it hits the ground, right? Because you might go, well, who, who do I need to be to win this game? Well, I'm not sure I can be that person. I'm not sure I have permission to be that person. I'm not sure I could trust myself as that person. I'm not sure I deserve to be that person. I'm not sure I'm good enough to be that person. So then you have a problem. And now you're back in the insecurity problem. So in order to win the game you want to play, you are going to have to have permission Now, the thing that goes against permission is that you don't trust your own nature. You think there's something wrong with you. You think there's something bad about you. You think there's something untrustworthy about you that's going to come out, that you're an imposter. You're just pretending to be someone who can win, but you're not really, and eventually everybody's going to see, so no point doing that. You're better off to go back to the old games that you've always played because you know how to play those games. That just seems like such a crazy idea because insecurity is built on a work of fiction and your assumptions about your own nature are always faulty, I promise you. They are assumptions based on a time when you had very limited scope to understand the world, let alone yourself. You've just decided those assumptions are true and created certainty around them. But if you're willing to go back and navigate... The, the, the fear around uncovering those things and have a clean look i promise you you'll discover that you are inherently good you've always been inherently good you've always done the best you've known how it doesn't justify your decisions but it understands them you separate your behavior from intention you review the data around the assumptions you've made about your own self based on moments of pain and fear and disappointment and then you Eradicate those assumptions and replace them with truer ones with more beautiful ones more life giving ones and as you do that, you then allow yourself to show up as the person you want to be, not the person you are afraid you are, and in that way, you win the games you want to play and and i like this is the beautiful thing to me the most beautiful thing about being unhindered because as i've learned to trust my own nature as i've realized that I, i'm actually i am delightful i am i am lovely i my heart is good i can trust my heart i can trust my own natural ability to show up and and be true and to be kind and to be loving that's lovely, not just for me. That's lovely for my interactions with others. It's, and, it's, and it goes beyond that. It, it goes all the way to the world. It, it increases the collective consciousness of the planet. And so for you to win the games that you've chosen to play on purpose, that's good for everybody. And in that way, we all win. So here's to doing some more winning. Let's, let's be winners and win in the ways that matter most. Hope that's useful. I always love talking to you in this way and I'll look forward to speaking to you again soon. You've been listening to the Insecurity Project podcast. All you need to solve any problem is the proven framework and someone skillful enough to hold you in the space until it works. If this is your year to be insecurity-free, jump on the InsecurityProject.com and begin your journey to become unhindered by getting a free copy of the 7 Essential Practices for Overcoming Insecurity.